Hey, how are you? So good to have you here. So glad that you're with us. It is Vision Sunday. And uh, I don't know whereabouts you are joining us from as we have people in cities around the world. And I also don't know what circumstance you're joining us from, but I'll tell you this, that this is one of the uh, earmarked most special Sundays that we do every single year. And it is named Vision Sunday because we believe this and the Bible would tell us and you as a human, I'm sure, have experienced that without vision, that the reality is life is not worth running for. And God has this beautiful gift that he gives us, which is a clarity of vision. He gives us purpose. He gives us meaning. And irrespective whether the vision is simply a better vision of self through to a better vision of our nation and a greater vision of the church, here today we gather because we are going to God, and if you would, the proverbial mountaintop to say, God, we want to know what we're carrying this year. And that is the purpose of vision, is that we would carry something that is not just an ideology, not just something worth carrying or something that sounds good, but God, like, what have you got for us? Because let's remember that if God is not in this, it is all pointless, We're not building church because we've got a community of people that think together. In fact, 2020 showed that the majority of people don't often think together in the same way, but there is one anchor that could bring us together, make us better humans if done the way the Bible describes, not maybe the way that we've experienced religion. And it is this, it is the Word of God. It is God Himself who loves fiercely, sent His Son so that you and me have a hope that is beyond belief and understanding And so I don't know how you found us, but I am so thankful that you did. And I believe that 2021 is going to be filled with us finding people far from Jesus, bringing a hope that is real. And so here you are, Vision Sunday. We're going to talk about everything that People Church is about, uh, where we're going to go. And I've got 17 minutes and 57 seconds to do it, but it's simple. So therefore it should be quick, but I still believe powerful. So uh, I'm going to ask that if you're uh, on the other side of this screen, and if you're in this room, that you'll join me in prayer. We're going to lift up this moment to God. Uh, Vision Sunday is powerful because I think it is birthed and uh, I think bathed in humility. That word humility is powerful because human, humility, humus, which basically means from the earth, is the essence of what humility is. Understanding that you and I have but a breath, according to David. We are but a shadow, but the blinking of an eye here on earth. And for these moments that we are here, we actually can sow into our forever and that we might carry something that has eternal impact. And so we are about to humbly come before God, who we don't always understand, who we don't always comprehend, but we understand that He is flawless and therefore worth following because he's got his best in mind for all of us, irrespective of whether we understand. So I want to invite you, no matter which stage of belief you are in, uh, to join us as we humbly come before God and say we want your plans more than we want our plans because they're the ones that are worth carrying. So come on, we're going to pray and we're going to get into it. And I believe it's going to be powerful. Father God, people church strong. I had to say it. I just had to say it. I can't even hear you. But in 2021, I'm believing that we will. There's some people at the back, people in the back. The people in the back are always ready for a party. Okay, let's go. Father, we thank you uh, for who you are, for your love for us, Lord God, for your ability to turn things around. Father God, I pray that you would bridge the gap between where people are and where you've called them to be. I pray that you bridge the gap between understanding and, Father God, faith. I pray you you bridge the gap between pain and, Father God, relationship with you and humanity. Father God, I pray 
that whatever has thrown people far from you and confused, Father God, I pray that this year and in this moment that we would bring a vision, a picture of who you are and a clarity of who you've called us to be and that we would spend the next 12 months running that, Lord God, and doing that in the name of Jesus. Speak in these moments and uh, help us, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Vision Sunday. So every year we have a banner over the year and uh, really it's simple. Ords and I go away and we really seek God uh, you know, pray and just spend time really outside of the noise. And sometimes seeking God, you might think as a pastor, is like this really grandiose thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, we wake up, nothing but water, you know what I mean? Unleavened bread, and we're on our knees praying. We always are actually on our knees praying, but that's because we have four kids and a whole nother story. But like, we often have these ideas, right? And the truth is that sometimes seeking God is a simple this, the proverbial mountaintop that we hear in the Bible or the ideas that humanity has often outworked and walked as they try to find God to get to solitude, it's really simply about this. Can you turn off the noise? Can you just turn off the noise of the world for a second? Because we often take our cues and our influences and our definitions, 2020 showed that, we'll get into that this year. We take our cues from what everybody else is saying. And the truth of humility of approaching God before we approach our year is just simply Let's turn off the noise. And so Odds and I have taken the last uh, 30 days, as we make a habit to do every year, to just turn off the noise and get God because we don't want to carry a Chris and Audrey vision. We believe that we are part of a God vision and Chris and Audrey just play a role in it as much as every other leader in People Church does. My vision would be selfish. My vision would entail probably a lot of, lot of just things that benefit me. A lot of money chilling on a beach with my wife. Amen. Odds is looking at me like, I don't know what he's talking about. Come on, that's the life. Me, my wife, a beach. Love it. My kids, amen. But the truth is this, I don't want to live my life for my selfish means because I know that that's left me empty in the past and it'll leave me empty again. I want to do something meaningful. People church, people church. By the way, tag someone that hasn't like listened for a minute that's from people church. Like get, get your friends, you know what I mean? Get your friends and be like, hey, People church, we never started this church to just be another church, not another cliche, not another community because there's great ones to be a part of, so let's build that one. We started it because we feel that God spoke something that the earth hasn't seen yet and that we would have the privilege of carrying and instilling. So no matter where you are, we don't recruit to the bench at People Church, amen? So therefore, if you are new, if you are whatever you do, we don't have fringe, we just have people that all do what they do at the different places that God has placed them for the different seasons that you might be placed there. But we are all working together to change the world. So this is it. This is the banner over the year after praying long and hard and believing for things. I've got to say out of all the years, it is probably going to be my favorite as it is every year. It should be. But um, it still is. And it is my favorite because this year there's going to be some distinctions. Every year I typically go on about just the things that we're going to hit for the vision. The things that we're going to attack, the... The goals, the resolutions, as we all do every year. But I felt this year something different. I felt that the pursuit of the goals wasn't as important as the place that I pursued them from. The place that we pursue them from is what brings validity. Everyone can look good. I mean, we know Insta, you can look good. The vacation can look better on Instagram. Everything can look better on Instagram than the reality of what we're pursuing. I want to pursue from an authentic place and therefore qualify the arrival points that we get to. And that's what we're going to do this year, church. So the banner over our year this year, as people, church, and the people of this house, and wherever you're joining us around the world, 
is pursue. This year, above anything, we're going to pursue. We're going to pursue passionately the truth of Jesus because as far as I know it, and I've, for my young age, done a lot of life and done a lot of nightclubs and done a lot of everything else that is out there from substances and everything else, and I could tell you that anything other than that, even my intellect and intellectual arguments that are out there will still not put you to sleep at night with a sense of peace because it's just us trying to figure out this great mystery called life within means that we feel comfortable understanding. We all live by faith, whether we agree or not. We all, faith is simply your level of understanding that you feel comfortable with, whether you can make sense of it or not. And so church, I wanna tell you that it is the pursuit of a God who loves us and loves church that people, church will spend their, their year on, hopefully our life on. I don't wanna ever move away from that. But I wanna tell you that the things we pursue will determine the things that pursue us. You ever notice that? You go after things in life and what you go after eventually creates a cycle of what comes after you. I want to go after God this year and people church, we're going to go after him. We're going to go after everything that we can. I want to read two uh, verses that kind of encourage us and bring a thought around how we're going to pursue him this year and the challenges as well as the abilities that we hold to pursue and what that comes from. Let's go to Matthew for me. Um, Hopefully you pumped, pursue. What a great, I know, I can hear it. I just know you're pumped about it. I'm pumped about it. Um, my wife's pumped about it. Just, why do I always pick on her? She's always off to the side and I'm just talking. I'm not picking on you. I love you. Don't, no, I will not. She's telling me to just focus. If there's a line to be crossed and someone says not to, I want to. I actually want to preach, but now that she wants me to preach, I don't want to. It's just how it goes. I don't even know how it goes. Okay, anyway. Welcome if you're new. Okay. Matthew 19, okay, this is a great story. Why? Because it's just real life. If you did not know this, the Bible's filled with real life interactions of humanity interacting with God, therefore setting a tone of how you and I should actually live our life as well as interact with God. It's awesome. So here's what it says. Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, but wait, I'm gonna just put this out there for those that are new to this. The title is The Rich Young Ruler, aka Bola, Boss, whatever you wanna call him. He was killing it in life, okay? He was killing it. His camel had grills, okay? That would be weird, okay. I better keep going. Rich young ruler, man of influence, has it all, yet must lack something because he's still seeking. And this is where we find it. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? I want to focus just there on one second. What good thing? We often think that our best life is one good action away. When the reality is there is no good that you and I could do to bring that. And Jesus is going to highlight that in a moment. Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, there is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus replied, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. Not a lot of that in 2020. All these I have kept, the young man said, what do I still lack? Jesus answered, I reckon right there, he's heartbroken. What do I lack then? Because I feel like I've done it all. Isn't that often how we find ourselves hearing about God, feeling like there is nothing that we lack, yet we are still searching. And he says this, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great, Wealth, a.k.a. he went away sad because he had more value in what was in his hands than filling the hole that was in his heart. 
pursuit. Not a, not a, I know it sounds awesome for all the spiritual people. Oh my God, we're going to pursue this year. It's so great, so Christian. Pursuit comes with a cost. Because there are certain places you can't go until you lighten the load. There are certain places that you just can't go till you give up what's in your hands because there's something else that God wants to put in there. I find it interesting that a man that is obviously void of something is, is just not prepared to let go of the great thing that he has in his hands to fill the hole that is in his heart. But here's the greatest truth. There's not an instance in the Bible where man doesn't give up what's in his hands and God doesn't then unveil what's in God's heart. That's the true beauty of pursuit. People, church, that we would live a year of sacrifice, of laying it all down. Why? Because when you lay something down, you're often ready to receive something else. That's what I want. Like often I'll talk to Rivian. She's my youngest daughter, my only daughter, actually. Um, and I've got three boys and the boys will kind of like just pick on her. As far as I see it, she's always right. And Rivs will be kind of like, they'll be fighting for a toy and I'll just whisper and I'm like, baby, daddy's got something better for you. And the boys hate that because they're like, why is River always going? I'm like, because you're fighting with your sister. And the minute I do that, Rivs drops it, because she's learned, and it's like, what would, it, what would life be like if we had more trust in the pursuit of God yielding a greater reward than the pursuit of man? This year, I pray that you and I would lay down what's in our hands, not so that we might get this great reward, like God might look at you and go, well done, now let me give you what you really wanted in life. Because that's how this man came. This man came hoping to, one, prove himself worthy, and two, hoping to get more of what he already had. But instead, what God did, what Jesus did in this moment, as we know in retrospect, the opportunity was not to have more wealth, but to carry the plan and the wisdom and be part of everything that God had to offer that Jesus was doing throughout humanity. People, church, I don't want to put things down so that I just get the dream car that I want and the dream life that I want. I don't want to put things down. I want to put things down because I want to carry a portion of God's heart and bring it and manifest it into the reality that is Chicago, Barcelona, Toronto, and every other city that it is. Because one thing that 21 showed, 2020 showed us is that the world is void of Jesus and it is hurting and it is broken and it is challenged. And I don't think we've ever lived in a more anti-gospel time Ever. And I want to tell you that there is no better time to be the church because this year, amongst pursuing God like never before, we are going to pursue everything that He's ever laid out for us. So although we're not putting on a whole bunch of steps of the vision that we're going to go for, and you might be asking, Chris, does that mean we're turning aside from the building because tough times? Does it mean that we're not planning more campuses because of tough times? This is not a result of 2020. This is a response to 2020. There is a difference. We know that 2020, as big as it was, will not cripple us if we stand with the only one that can heal the cripple, that can actually stand us up again. We are not pulling back. We're going for it. We're going for everything. But here's the thing we know, that there is no point pursuing more in my hands if I don't have my heart full. Because there was a whole bunch of people responding last year from an empty heart. And we're going to go after it this year. We're going to pursue the presence of God. We're going to pursue the Spirit of God. We're going to pursue the truth of God and we're going to pursue justice and we're going to pursue unity, let me tell you, with a vengeance because last year came for us. Not just, not me and Ords, it came for the church. People that I watched for, for, for years sit next to each other, forgot they loved each other. We have always been and always will be a church that reflects kingdom culture, that every human 
in every shade, color, height, and in between is an expression of God and an expression of his intentional creation. We've always been that and we will always be it. We haven't been overt with everything we do and that's because we often care more about substance than we do about Instagram filters and how that looks, although we, are, we obviously are very well branded because I know people either love it or hate it, but you can't please everyone and nor are we trying to. All I care is that we fulfill what God's got on our heart and 2020 left the world and I think showed the world how vulnerable it is. 2021, I believe, is going to be a year where we get the honor and the privilege of serving humanity. That's it. We're going to love people that disagree with us. We're going to serve people that are far from us. We're going to build irrespective of the noise. We're going to pursue the presence of God. We're going to show the world that God is good, that the church is a place of hope and respite. We're going to stand on God's truths and we're going to unpack them like never before. We're going to pursue truth. We're not pursuing condemnation, but we're pursuing truth where the world has questions and therefore labeled and defined certain things. We're going to say, hey, let me show you what God says about it. I have that much trust in my God and who he is and that every single turn of my life and my brokenness, he has extended nothing but kindness and grace to me and all he requires from me is humility. If I could just understand that I don't always have it right and trust that he does, the doors that he has opened have been unparamount. 2020 is going to be, was a big year, but 2021, I believe we're going to do great things. I want to read you one last verse before we close. And I love it because... This is the goal. This is the goal for 2021. And out of this, good things will happen. It's Exodus 33, 11. And I love it. I think it's maybe a great verse. People leaving a situation that was difficult. People in the midst of transition as we are. Not completely out of our previous season, but heading towards a better day. And this is what you find. A moment where Moses, the leader of the community, uh, just... We'll read it and we'll go into it. It says this, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. If you want to know God's heart, right there. Then Moses would return to the camp, but, the, but his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Man, that is a beautiful picture. Moses talking to God face to face as one speaks to a friend. And then you've got his aide, like it was just his intern or his like executive assistant, whatever makes sense for you. Basically, he got stuff for Moses, right? And special highlight, though, on that, that I think, in a culture that wants to be served, we always want to be the man, the boss. Uh, we love that title, and we like to project it on our Instagram filters and, and Instagram in general. Here you see a counterculture that is a God-designed culture of service, and that's why as a church we're going to serve everyone and anyone that we can, but you see that out of the benefits of serving, he gets the overflow of what's on that person's life. Joshua wasn't the one that God wanted to meet with, but he got to stay in the presence of God because he served the one that did. Powerful thought, that service opens up opportunity. Side note. But what I want to point out is that Joshua just didn't want to leave the presence of God. This year, people, church, I pray that we linger more. That in your home, instead of getting caught up in all the noise, that we get more of God. That instead of leaving his presence quickly to achieve more, that we linger. And what I find funny about that is that, well, not even funny because I'm not even funny about it, but Joshua. Joshua, this man, that generations before have been waiting for the place that they want to be. 
And the one man that follows and leads them to the place that they're called to be is the man that was never quick to leave the presence of God. He's the one that actually defeated kings. He's the one that takes over from Moses and leads the people to the promised land. I think there is a powerful uh, like lesson right in front of us that often we are so quick to go that we go nowhere at all. And here's a man that is slow to leave and goes further than any. That's what we're going to do in 2021. We're going to be slow to leave the presence of God. We're going to be slow to leave His grace. We're going to be slow to leave His truth. We're going to be slow to leave His word. We're going to be slow to leave the moments of worship. We're going to linger. We're going to pursue. And out of that, we are going to serve. We are going to reach. We are going to love. We are going to bring hope. We are going to pursue everything that God's got for us, but we're going to do it from His presence. And I pray that if this is your banner, I pray as our church, we're going to take a moment. I just want to pray before we lead into worship. I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to sing a song because I think worship is a great opportunity to commit a banner to God. And this is our song. It's Pursue. So I want to pray as we go into that moment. And I believe that 2021 is going to be a year like no other with favor and presence and hearts that are full and hands that are empty because they're outstretched to God. Come on. Father, I just thank you that God, you've got us as a community to change the world. That God, we don't know exactly what's in store for us in 2021, but Father God, we know that you are the fountain You are the one that fills our cup. You are the one that fills our heart. You are the one that heals our brokenness. And we pray that this year, Lord God, we would all come under your banner of pursuing you. I pray that it changes lives. I pray that it sparks life in places far, far, far that we never would have imagined in Jesus' name. Amen.